<laughs> what a funny hey, story. You were just telling telling me about ghosts. <laughs> oh, yes. That we won't share on the podcast, though, because it's too funny for the air. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Welcome. What a great day. We're it having so much. Such a great day. So much terrifying fun. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Spooky. Well, this is the ghost hose. I'm Connie. And I'm Q. Has anything spooky happened to you? Mm, not a specific thing. I just keep seeing like movement out of like the corner of my eye, my peripheral mm-hmm. vision and stuff. And I just look over expecting to see John or a cat, but there's no one there. It's nothing. It's never anything. It's just general weirdness. Probably a symptom of my absolutely abysmal health, but whatever. Maybe it's also ghosts. <laughs> it's definitely ghosts. Yeah. Or my own brain trying to kill me. Motherfucker. Let's Curse. hope it's not that one. Look, I'll keep fighting this brain forever. <laughs> what about you? Anything spooky happened to you? Um, I was trying to think, and I feel like I've been so out of the spooky mode that either I'm not noticing it or it's just not happening. Mm. So I was like trying to think since the last time we've spoke... I do have noisy, noisy neighbors, and I hate them forever. Well, at least they're not so. dead. Remember when you thought one of them was yeah, dead? <laughs> I thought they were both dead, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm glad they're still alive, and neither none of us speak to each other, so that's fine. But yeah, all's good. I think, I think right now the spirits in my home are kind of uh, just kind of chilling. I, th- I wonder if, like, because I went on vacation, I wonder if they went on vacation for a little bit and they'll be back soon. Yeah. They're like, there's vacation. nobody here to haunt. What the fuck? All right, let's right. go to... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one time when we were alive and we went to that place. Let's go back there. God. Exactly. That's... Go get a ghost tan and, <laughs> you know. Do you have any spooky news? Oh. <laughs> Breaking news cue. <laughs> uh, plans for building a fish farm in Scotland have been cancelled due to fairy reasons. <gasps> fairy reasons? Mm-hmm. A local council was considering a fish farm off the coast of the Isle of Skye when they received a letter from a group called the Friends of the Flodigary Fairies. Mm-hmm. The letter voiced concerns both for the well-being of the local fairies and the fishery workers. It's bad news all around. The fairies would be drawn to the surface by the steel fish farm cages and die because metal is so bad for them. And the workers would be drawn out to sea to their doom by promises of gold and jewels and whatever the fuck you might ever want. It's all disaster. So after a six-hour discussion, plans for the fish farm were ultimately rejected because of the fairies. I love how Scotland still, like, and Ireland, and, like, basically, you know, maybe fairies exist, and maybe they'll fuck our shit up if we... I love it. If we build here, and it's just, like, whether or not you believe in fairies, whatever, but maybe we shouldn't be bulldozing all of nature. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe it's like us, like the fairies are also like a metaphor for like your subconscious, like, like the goodness in you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that like good voice in your head. Yeah. 
what we need is people like writing letters and saying, oh, the fairies of the rainforest uh, are going to be pissed. So let's let's save them because, my God, everything is burning. Everything is bad. Yeah. Let's, uh-huh. let's fix that. Oh, yeah. There's so much world and so much wrong. I know. It's, it's terrifying. That's the real ghost. <laughs> the mistake of capitalism. Oh, God, that's so deep. <laughs> Speaking oh. of capitalism, in other news, Ooh. a 29-year-old YouTuber faked his girlfriend's death for the like, comment, and subscribes. Oh, my God, stop. No, I will not stop. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. It is a terrible scumbag. So Jason and Alexia were both YouTubers. They got together like five or six months ago, and they had a shared channel that only brought in like 50 grand so far, guys. That's so little. Uh, five months and you've made 50 grand, but it's not enough. So yeah. Jason, the big brain man, comes up with a plan. A scheme. A con. He posted a video crying and saying that, oh, my girlfriend was killed by a drunk driver. He posted a memorial video. Then later he posted a video of him faking contacting her spirit through a Ouija board. What a dick bag. Yeah, the plan was to milk the ghost girlfriend bullshit for the views and money. And supposedly he was going to eventually fake her coming back to life. That's what he's claiming. Of course, it's all backfuck backfired um he deleted those videos and uploaded a crying apology like oh i'm so sorry for the lies it was just a a joke blah 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 alexia has since broken up with him moved back in with her parents and filed charges for assault oh wow yeah that's (laughs) terrible Mm mm-hmm oh and she also deleted her social media profiles and i don't know so like she's really gone dark after all of this way to ruin like something that could have been something good too you know what i'm saying like they were doing decent and like they could have continued that like people obviously like them yeah like you obviously you're doing well enough but i don't know how big you want to be like how you can't infinitely get bigger it's it's just a crazy plan and i it's impossible to know because she's gone from the internet right now Mm -hmm. but did alexia know about any of this that's what i'm thinking because she you think she broke up with him like i have a feeling she was like what the fuck did you just do yeah also another bit of evidence towards the she didn't know anything about it was she uploaded a video to their shared account after the initial death announcement so like that was one of the things that made people go what hey why is this video being uploaded over here when you claim she's dead over here so like it seemed like wrong so i don't know but yeah fucking youtubers being tubers I was going to try to do, like, a ghosting joke, but she didn't really ghost him. She ghosted the internet. (laughs) She ghosted the- there we go. She ghosted the internet. Yeah. Also, they were dating for five months, maybe six months, and they were already living together. Make Hmm. better choices, children. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she didn't die. That's good, I guess. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Like, the- the one good part of this story she's alive i hope she's doing well also good for her for getting out of like a toxic relationship yeah that clearly she was in (sighs) don't date youtubers kids yeah actually that's a really good like 
uh, rule to follow. I feel like I've heard way too many horror stories of YouTube relationships. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's just not good. Don't do it. Yeah. That's your little bit of spicy life advice from Connie mm-hmm. and Q. <laughs> Don't date YouTubers. Yeah. So do you have a word to teach us for today? So I do. Good. And you and our listeners may already know what this means, but I, I guess, was just not as familiar with it. So I've heard of, like, demonic possession, but I've never heard of demonic oppression. I guess it is the attacked the attack by demonic forces that can result in illness, depression, financial difficulty, abnormal fear, etc. So I've decided that pretty much I'm suffering from demonic oppression. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am sometimes depressed financial I'm, I'm having financial difficulty and I do have abnormal fears. So <laughs> Yeah. Demonic oppression, also known as anxiety. Right, exactly. <laughs> Being a millennial. <laughs> you know what? You think you have anxiety? Wrong. It's a demons. <laughs> it's the demons. <laughs> Zach it's Baggins totally was right. Demons. Demons everywhere. Why weren't we thinking about it? Oh, um, man. But I did learn, though, so, like, with demonic possession... If you're Christian, you cannot be possessed, or that's, like, the the thought behind it. But with oppression, even if you're Christian, you can still, like, be affected by it. Mm. So it's just another... It that, that was something I had read. I don't know how much truth is behind that's it, That's 100% false, because everyone who's ever been possessed is Christian. <laughs> this is true. Like, Maybe they weren't true Christians, Connie. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds like the kind of toxic source is just like, well, no, you just need to believe in God harder. And if, right? If you, you believe, God if you harder. really, truly believed in God hard enough, uh, you cannot be touched by Satan or his minions. And it's just like, yeah, but... Also, the devil works in mysterious ways, bitch. Don't mm-hmm. challenge the demons. That's how you get bad things. <laughs> so that was my my definition okay, for cool. my word of the week. Hmm. Well, it's uh, it a also goes with my story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're bringing back the demons. We're summoning the woo. <laughs> The power of Christ compels me to talk yes. to you about demons. What? That doesn't make any sense. Whatever. I don't know. It Look, works. I'm trying. I'm just You're doing words. so good. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm suffering. No, you're doing great. You can go first. Okay. So this story takes place in the early 80s in a small town in Connecticut. Ooh. It starts when 19-year-old Arnie Johnson moves in with his fiance Debbie Glatzel's family. Um, it's just a temporary thing. They're going to get their own place, but, you know, you're young. Don't always have the money. And the availability in a small town of apartments and places to move in is a little less than desirable. So the family is also going to be moving soon into a new property that they're fixing up. And don't you know that stores up all sorts of paranormal business like crazy so one day when the family were over at the fixer upper property debbie's little brother david claimed that a terrifying old man with black eyes appeared in front of him made threats against anyone moving into the house i don't know growled at him i don't know he's fucking he's a terrifying old man 
Nobody believes David, of course, because he's a child, 11 years old, probably just didn't want to do the cleaning or help out and be useful because, you know, children. The family moves in, all is good, except for the weird noises in the attic, you know, footsteps, thumps, voices, normal attic noises. Mm -hmm. David begins to have night terrors, featuring the old man he saw before they moved in. This old man became more obviously evil in his visions. Now, David described him as a man with big black eyes, a thin face with animal features, jagged teeth, pointed ears, horns, and hooves. Oh, wow. That sounds familiar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the devil. Ooh. (laughs) Satan. Old scratch. (laughs) The man often spoke in Latin, and when he did speak English. It was always to threaten David and his family. He would tell him he was going to eat his soul. Very unpleasant. Uh, The family calls in their priest, being good, God-fearing Catholics. The priest does a blessing, but the activity gets worse. David is now waking up with mysterious scratches and bruises. He's growling, hissing, reciting passages from the Bible. It sucks. The family members take turns watching over him while he sleeps out of concern for his safety. Both Debbie and her mother saw David being beaten and choked by invisible hands. Oh, wow. How do you fight that? What do you do? You don't, you watch in horror. Yeah, like, uh... (laughs) Shruggy emoji? Yes, big shruggy. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? It's crazy. So then that priest goes, hey, maybe we should call in this nice couple I met once. They actually deal with troublesome entities. And the family's like, great, please call them. And that couple was Ed and Lorraine Warren. Our favorite couple. Oh my God, I know you love them so much. (laughs) (laughs) Relationship goals, 100%. Warren fangirl. (laughs) I really am. I love them so much. So, Ed and Lorraine, they come in. They do, they're doing their initial interviews with the family. And Lorraine saw a black misty form next to David. And it was super ominous and creepy. And she's like, ah, yes, this is definitely demons. They're, they're like, yes, he's possessed. They get four priests and they hold three exorcisms. David was apparently under the thrall of 43 demons, which is quite a Jesus. lot of demons. I know. It's like, calm down. It's one one 11-year-old boy. You don't need 43 demons here. Thing, one demon is probably enough. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) I guess demons are just slackers, and they need 43 demons to, like, terrorize one family. Like, ugh. That sounds awful. Get it together, demons. (laughs) During the exorcism, David levitated. He stopped breathing, and he foretold the future, specifically in relation to a murder that would soon occur. During one of the exorcisms, Arnie got all ghost bro up in there. He taunted the fucking demons. He got cocky and challenged the demons to try to enter him. Oh, My dude. God. Yeah. Um, very shortly after that, Debbie and Arnie moved into an apartment of their own together. Arnie makes one last visit to the other property to assert his dominance over any lingering demons or some... I don't know why. Just don't. Yeah, of course, right? Like, why you gotta do that? Because mm, he's a man. I a just, man, man, it's so man. so dumb. Just move on. Mm-mm. According to him, he saw a demon, made eye contact with it, and bam. 
That's all she wrote. He was possessed. Oh. Very, very shortly after that, Arnie started acting strangely. His behavior was eerily similar to David's when they initially moved into that other house. Arnie also started to lose time. Like when you're doing your thing at work one second and then the next you're in the grocery store with a cart full of food and you're like, how did I get here? What am I doing? When did I do this? Mm-hmm. Where has, where ha- there's patches that are completely gone. He starts zoning out, going into trances, growling, hallucinating. And then he starts having trouble with the law, which is very out of character for this goody two shoes. And then it gets worse. President's Day, 1981. Arnie calls out of work and he spends the day at Debbie's work. She works at a kennel, so, you know, lots of dogs to hang out with. And I guess it's more relaxed. It's a nice, chill place to hang out. Debbie's boss, Alan Bono, comes in, and he takes the whole group there out to lunch at a bar. Alan and Arnie start drinking heavily. They come to the back to the kennel, and they're arguing, shouting. Then Arnie starts to growl and hiss, and Debbie's like, no! But it's too late. Arnie stabbed Alan several times, including, like, stabbing and cutting up and getting into his heart. Yeah, it was bad. So, obviously, he's a fucking arrested. <laughs> he, he killed Alan Bono. Uh, he's charged with first-degree uh, manslaughter. And his lawyer wanted to have the uh, demonic possession defense, which is a defense that was used twice in England, actually. But neither of those went to trial. And the judge ended up not letting that defense go through because there's no precedent in American law for uh, I was possessed. So it, it didn't work out for him. He got convicted and he served five years in prison. He's out now because manslaughter. But yeah. And I That's will crazy. tell Yeah, it's a crazy story. Um, but yeah, they're turning this whole shebang into a movie coming out 2020. The Conjuring, the devil made me do it. So I know what you're doing whenever the fuck this comes out. Yes. It's going to see this. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the story of uh, the demon who led to a murder. That's crazy. It is crazy. I imagine it's similar to being, like, blackout drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you just have Mm -hmm. no recollection of what happened, and you just sort of, like, wake up. Mm-hmm. You wake like, up and then you're what like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh no. And you're trying to piece things together. And you just have this like, overwhelming feeling you did something bad. Yeah, you just feel like everything <laughs> like, is wrong and bad. Yeah. Yeah. The hangover shame, which is like a weird thing that your brain does for fucking science reasons. I hate it. When is that new conjuring coming out? I'm sorry. Uh, 2020. Probably the summer, I would assume. I just have... Oh, I can't wait. Oh, no, September. Sorry. Oh, sweet. Okay. You know, I'll forget about it for a bit, and then it'll come out, and I'll be like, fuck yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know it was September. Otherwise, I would have... Obviously, a lot of Ed and Lorraine's cases have been turned into books about each case and stuff. Um, And I wanted to get this one, but Mm -hmm. it's all $100 for a fucking used paperback. Ooh. Yeah. Honestly. That's steep. 
but I wanted to make sure I got this story out before the movie came out. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh no, this is coming yeah. out in 2020, that's this year. And I panicked, I'm like, it's demons, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I do dip into Ed and Lorraine a lot because I know you love them so much. It's funny because I love them, but I like never pick them yes, for anything. Yes, and please continue, to, but please you continue do. to not pick them because then I can continue to pick them and go, hooray. And tell me about this. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I think I also just like have a huge crush on the characters that play them in the movies. Okay, so tell me about your demons. Your inner demons. I'm going to. (laughs) Oh, that's a whole other like a whole other show. So mine is not necessarily, like, I I don't know how many of these are actually confirmed demons, but, like, mine is not as obviously demonic, Mm -hmm. I guess. But it is thought to be a demonic presence. And it is the Sally House. Oh, the Sally House. That sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. It's been on some episodes of Things. Some episodes of Things, eh? Um... (laughs) As I talk about it, you'll probably recognize some of the stuff. Okay. Um, so it is located at 508 North 2nd Street in Atchison, Kansas. It was built in 1867 for Michael Finney. The Finney family lived in the house kind of on and off until 1947. Um, and then just like other people lived in there after that. So there have been four deaths, all natural causes that occurred in the house. And they were all from the Finney family. So, M.C. Finney in 1872, Richard Edward Finney in 1874, Agnes Finney in 1939. Oh, hold on. Oh, the, you know, I missed a name, but that's okay. Um, they're all Finney members, and none of them are named okay, Sally. Okay, I was going to say, is it going to be a Sally um, anytime soon? Because I feel like the Sally house needs to have a Sally no. Finney, Finney. No? All right. So... There are rumors, though, that a girl who lived in the house previously died of a botched appendicitis surgery that was performed in the house. That sounds familiar. Right? So there's no, like, tangible evidence of this, at least that no one's found of this girl dying in this house. Some say that it was, like, because she was, like, undocumented, like, not undocumented as an, like, immigrant, but, like, they never... She wasn't born in a hospital, so there were no records of her. Yeah. And so, like, because of that, when she died, they just buried her, like, somewhere either in the basement or in the yard. And that's why th- no one knows of her. Yeah, I don't know. this sounds... It's all super fishy. Yeah. She, this sounds so familiar. Nothing really happened in the house up until Tony and Deborah Pickman mm-hmm. moved in. Or at least that anyone had mentioned until that mm-hmm. point. So Tony and Deborah moved in and rent- started renting the house in 1992. The paranormal activity kind of started slow, and it apparently started after the birth of their child. Someone said they had a daughter, and other sites said they had a son, so I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. I'm pretty sure it's a son. Either way, demon oh. baby? Maybe this is what, <laughs> like... And there's a, that's kind of a theory of mine, and I'll get into that sort of yeah. later. At first, it was small things that were happening, like things moving in the kids' room, lights going on and off. And then the weirdest thing was that Tony was getting visited by a ghost girl 
who they later oh, named Sally. Right. So as time passed, the entity in the house began to get violent. So it started with Tony. He'd be scratched, have nightmares, and basically, like, the demonic oppression mm-hmm. would happen. I don't know if I'm using that term yeah. correctly. The violence also sort of, t- sort of happened with Deborah, and then even visitors who had come to the house had similar um, experiences. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess a lamp had been thrown at Tony's mom at some point. They had stated that random fires would start in the house, specifically in the room that was supposed to be the nursery for the baby, mm-hmm. which contradicts that it didn't happen until the baby was born, so I'm not sure which is correct. And then people, I guess, after they had started talking about the, the random fires, people who had lived in the house previously stated they also experienced f- weird fires that just started <laughs> out of nowhere. Terrifying. Fires yeah, are right? Fire is really have. scary. What? <laughs> oh, no. No, I hate it. Yeah, I don't like it either. So, Tony Pigman had stated that when he was younger, he believed that he had a demonic presence that lived in his childhood bedroom, mm-hmm. and then, like, kind of forgot about it, but when he moved into the Sally house, it kind of brought back those memories. So, Tony was mostly affected by the entity. He had horrible thoughts of killing his wife, specifically, like, slitting Ooh. her throat. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, super Ooh, fun. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Um, he wasn't even gonna do it for he, the YouTube views. What the fuck, dude? Right, like <laughs> there's even no so reason. Oh my no, God. he just he felt off all the time. He would often hear scratching in the walls behind his headboard at mm-hmm. night, and it, I guess it sounded like an animal trying to like sca- scratch through the wall. And we were talking about how I hear scratching sometimes, so now I'm like freaking the fuck out that I'm actually being like possessed by You're a demon. oppressed, not possessed. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Correction. Mm-hmm, oppressed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just mice. It's fine. Yeah, I'm, I really hope it's yeah. just mice. It is yeah, cold out. It's cold, and they're just like, hey, this wall looks nice. So the scratching would happen in the walls, and then. One night, the girl appeared next to Tony and grabbed his Uh arm and left red finger-like marks on his arm. So even though people say that the Pikmins were the first to experience things in the house, there is a story of the family that lived in the house prior to them. They had a young daughter who had an imaginary friend Uh, Sally. Sally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the parents would, like, scold her for things that she did and she would say like oh sally did it or she told me yeah, to do it sally it's always nice yeah. to have a scapegoat imaginary scapegoat as a child right? like look i know you're it's parents look it's as clearly as invisible friend i have i had an invisible friend mm-hmm. as a child mm-hmm. mine was a dinosaur <laughs> i think we've discussed yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, Tony had drawn a picture of the little girl to show to his wife, mm-hmm. Deborah. And later on, when the other family had like come forward, they showed the picture uh, to the girl. Uh-huh. It's this was like eleven years yeah. later, I guess. And she's like, "Oh, that looks like my imaginary friend." <laughs> and I do have a picture oh, yes, if you want to see it. Send it to me. Whoa! Like, she almost looks doll. She almost she looks doll look like a doll with like her. A, a, like he's seeing like a giant doll, yeah. you know what I mean? 
Maybe he just doesn't know but how yeah. to put life into eyes because those those eyes are soulless, yeah. <laughs> glassy. Right? Don't like yeah. that. <laughs> the girl recognized the girl yeah. in the picture. Also, I would just like to point out that this guy, clearly he did the, the yield, the artist trick of putting the hands delicately behind the back so you don't have to... I used to do oh, that shit all the time. Everybody does it. Look. <laughs> Look, you want to draw a person. It's like, cool, but hands are the worst. They're just... Hands, hands are, are so are hard. hard. So, look, that's that's how everyone <laughs> draws. I would always just kind of draw either behind the back or, like, fists. Mm, yeah. Like, yep, they just have their fists. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. No, it's always the... the who stands like that? I mean, not a lot of people, but all of my no. drawings from <laughs> for many years just yep. hide them hands. Avoid it like the plague. I yeah. love it. I love that you oh, noticed yeah. that. <laughs> Anyone who has ever drawn um, anything. So over time, the Pikmins had invited paranormal investigators and psychics who also used like the Ouija like boards to try to make contact. Mm-hmm. I feel like, though, if you have a demon, don't use an Ouija board. Mm -hmm. That's, like, if you feel like maybe it's, like, pretty innocent, fine. That's fine. But if you think it's, like, demonic, please don't use a a board. People do whatever the fuck they want, though. Can't stop, won't stop. (laughs) So one of the psychics, Peter James, had stated that Sally was the main reason for the occurrences because she had died in the house so he believes that that story is true that there was a girl who had died in the house from like a botched surgery Mm -hmm. and um that's who's haunting the house there was the kansas paranormal group who had come in and they believe that sally was not the only spirit in the house they also came in contact with a middle-aged woman who they believe is behind the more violent happenings Mm -hmm. People believe there's just, like, a ton of different spirits in there. Maybe that it's, like, kind of like a portal to the other side. In the basement, there is a pentagram drawn on the floor. And there's a weird, dark, crawlspacey hole where people believe the demon lives. All crawlspaces are weird holes. (laughs) But it's, like, it's it's not, like... Is it, like, the hole in my basement? It's almost like yours, but yours was, like, it's more, it's, like... Like an actual square. Oh, it's like just this like a hole, hole like a tunnel. Like, like some, it looks like someone like broke through the wall Ooh, or something. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I don't know if the pentagram's been painted mm-hmm. over or if it's, or if like they painted over it to darken. Like I don't know what it means. Like I, they went, they went to it on the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode yeah. I watched, and it was still there. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that was pretty recent. So I think it's like someone painted over it to make it more distinct, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously, they didn't get rid of it. <laughs> they right. didn't go, man, let's not have this here. So. so the house, like I said, has been on several paranormal TV shows. So it's been on Ghost Adventures and the BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural mm-hmm. episode. Some of the investigations have come across like full body apparitions floating objects, and weird animal sounds. So there's a website I found that had just, like, a couple of, like, personal stories of people who visited the Mm -hmm. house from their readers. This is from the Only In Your State site for the Sally House. So the one reader said, 
I have seen the episode on the TV show A Haunting about the Sally House. Very scary. So she, the storyline she heard, or maybe this is part of the, the show, the storyline is that the owner was a doctor who had an affair with the African-American housemaid, mm. resulting in the birth of a mm, child. Sally. A girl named mm-hmm. Sally. Mm-hmm. So this kind of goes into that other yeah. theory. When she was around six or seven, she became ill and it was determined that she needed to have her appendix taken out. But the doctor didn't want anyone to know about Sally, so he refused to take her to the hospital and she died. Her mother was very angry and attacked the doctor, resulting in her death. The doctor moved away, and Sally and her mother remained as spirits in the house. The mother is still grieving her child and is the one who attacks the visitors. But Sally is a happy ghost and tries to play with the children that move in. No family stay very long due to the vicious attacks, usually to the adult males. Finally, for once. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's always the women who, like... Get attacked. I don't know. I guess it goes both, but yeah. I suspect the doctor buried the bodies of Sally and her mother somewhere on the premises or in the basement. That that story kind of makes sense because there is the, like, Mm middle-aged woman that people have come into contact to and then the child. And then another reader, I've been to Sally's house when a friend lived there. The curtains caught on fire in his bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. So there's another fire story. And then I have been to the Sally house, never had anything bad happen to us physically, but have gotten some very interesting photos, even one of who we believe is Sally. Okay. That's cool. But they didn't include the photo, so I can't. I know. It sucks. Just show me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if if it's a demon or not. I think the chances are likely, just based on the fact that Sally shows up as a child. We've talked about it before, how demons, or I think we've talked about it before, how demons like to, to come or present themselves and like as a child because it seems less threatening. Yeah. Especially when something starts out like, maybe this is a friend and that's how they get getcha exactly like it starts they, tra- they draw you in it starts with a, oh this is just a friendly little girl ghost and the little girl ghost gets mm-hmm. creepier and creepier until she grabs your arm in the middle of the night and you have weird red marks on your yeah. arm and she's smiling about it why are you smiling sally tony and deborah still so tony used to for a while tony was just kind of like didn't want to go back to the house ever kind of wanted to leave it in, you know behind him because they, they eventually mm-hmm. moved out they still kind of experience some things like he thinks maybe it's it followed him because he it's not as bad as when they were in the house but he feels like things still happen to him i'm almost wondering because he did state that he had that like he felt like he had a demon in his childhood bedroom like maybe he has something attached to him that follows him and when he was in the sally house it was just more juiced up like if if you if if you have (laughs) a lot of attention if you have a demonic attachment uh, mm-hmm. and you go to a haunted place, you're stirring up the ghosts that are there. You're right. already got your demon and his 43 friends who are all like, <laughs> eh. Exactly. Even though he's left and was gone for a while, he now does occasionally go back to help with the like, investigations. Mm. So, yeah. All right. And that is the story of the Sally cool House. story, boo. All right, yes. cool. 
So, recommendations. Right. I think you had a recommendation, uh, yeah. Yeah, I recommend uh, in September, everyone go watch The Conjuring 3. <laughs> the devil made me do it. <laughs> yes. See how I tied that in? Because it's, yeah. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so I know I recommended it last night. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't recommend BuzzFeed Unsolved again. <laughs> if you could recommend that book you read when you were a child, like, four times. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> The, fuck, the Mediator it, um, series. <laughs> the Mediator series. Yeah. You gotta bring that up yeah. again one day. Her boyfriend no, was so, a I'm, ghost! I'm, but I'm gonna... And it wasn't for YouTube views! <laughs> she just literally <laughs> saw ghosts all the time and then she started dating him. Or did... Ah, uh, dating a ghost. Look. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> you don't gotta introduce them to your parents. Except... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you don't gotta... Like, it just sounds mm-hmm. great. Except what do you do when prom comes? And you have a boyfriend, oh, yeah. but he can't... <sighs> you make up a story. <laughs> he's your, Canadian. Your he's boyfriend a Canadian. lives in yeah, another state. A Canadian yeah, boyfriend. Exactly. <laughs> he goes to another school, yeah, okay? Look, Leave me alone. Canadian school. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, so so BuzzFeed.com, okay. you still think it's the best? You still yes. want to watch well, it? Well, no, I want to... I want to recommend the specific oh, episode. when they went to the so, Sally house? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually part of like a three-story episode. Why would you do that? Sorry. <laughs> he just okay? decided to stretch on the chair and his claws went right into my leg. Oh. Sap, sap, sap. All right. Sorry. The three No, episodes. that's okay. I heard three episodes. Yes. So, um... BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta look it up again because I. Uh, oh, here it is. So it's the episode where it's called Three Horrifying Cases of Ghosts and Demons. So they go to three different locations. They do the Winchester Mystery House, the Island of the Dolls, and the Sally okay. House all in one episode. It's a it's a really good episode. So t- on Hulu, it's uh, season one, episode three. But if you were to just look it up like on YouTube, because it's technically a YouTube show. Oh, right. You can pull it up on there, and it's called Three Horrifying Cases of Ghosts and Demons. Okay. So that one's that one's a really good one, and it's one of the early ones, which is awesome because Ryan is so not brave in this episode, <laughs> <laughs> and he screams so much, and I love I it. Do like terror in other people. Mm. Maybe I'll try this one. If I was gonna say, I know you don't want to go back to it. I think this would be a good one for you to watch. Yeah, like yeah, it's probably better. I'll try it again. Shane is still kind of a dick. He's probably always going to be the dick. That's that's just just his his character. How he is. his personality. (laughs) But it's it's a good one. I liked it. Okay. Well, then, I'll try that one. I'll do it. Promise. Okay. So, thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, If you have any ghost stories or ghostly recommendations or... Just anything that you want to talk to us about spookily, uh, you can email us at eat You can email us at theghosthose at gmail.com. We also have social media. I do. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and group. We are on Twitter, Instagram. Those are the only ones that matter. So find us there. <laughs> We're at the ghost toes yeah. everywhere. Like, comment, and subscribe. Otherwise, I'm going to fake my own oh, yeah. death. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no. No, we can't do no. that. We promise that will when, never be a when thing. When I die, you'll know. <laughs> and it'll be for real. Yeah. <laughs> Same. 
<laughs> You'll know because we'll no longer have episodes because I don't know how to fuck to do any of this. <laughs> <sighs> it's all Cotty and Beth. No. No, it's a teamwork makes the dream work. Our powers combined, we yeah. are a functional human being. Pew, 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 pew. Well, it's been fun. Cool, cool. We should do our thing and say goodbye. We'll see you next time. Yes. Bye, Bye Luz. Hey, everyone. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? We're back. Time to get haunted. I'm kind of... Wait. Oh. Sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm just talking over you. No. (laughs) Welcome to this fine episode of the Ghost Toes. Yes. All right. Yes. (laughs) Oh, let's start over. That was so bad. Uh uh I'm so sorry. I was just like... (laughs) Motherfucking Ghost Toes. Oh, here comes Schmooper to give us some meows. (laughs) I was wondering where he was. I hadn't heard mm-hmm. him. Oh my god, he sounds like a person. Right. Demons. Demons, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that was good. That was good.